0: Ladies and gentlemen, I am Justin George. Welcome to Talking About Balls. I'm here with Kyle Price. Kyle, what's going on? Oh, nothing. What's going on with you? Nothing at all. Getting ready uh, to finish up this podcast today, and then we are off to Oktoberfest to get nice and crunk. Yes, that crunk. They still use that nowadays? (laughs) No, but I'm bringing it back like Jinko jeans. I like old school (laughs) shit, so. Holy shit. (laughs) All right, everybody. So, we're here live Saturday, cut day, NFL, a lot of crazy shit going down, and that means we're of course going to start this episode off talking about the Cleveland Indians. So <laughs> Oh gosh. Not a whole lot to talk about there. The Indians are struggling I sort mean, of. I mean, they did sweep the Tigers, but that's like saying they swept the Clippers down in Columbus. Like it's yeah, basically it's a minor nothing. league team. Nothing. They're they're right where they we keep you keep saying they're at. I mean, yep. I keep. Hoping I always said, they're, they're, they're going to be the cusp playoff team, and if they make it, it's a first round sweep anyway. So I hope they don't make the playoffs because no. I don't want the Dolans to be able to hold that above our heads.
1: No, I, I still hold out hope that they're going to do something, but every week something happens. Like today, Nate Quinn tore his
0: ACL and he's done. So yeah, uh, sorry for all that noise. Tara's being a fucking idiot in the corner. What the <laughs> fuck. Uh, anyway, so yeah, in, in the last week, a few days alone. Uh, Tyler Naquin tore his ACL yesterday, ran into a wall in a losing effort to the Tampa Bay Rays, who are fighting for the wild card. So that did not help the Indians playoff chances, losing to a team that you're trying to get a little bit of gain, a little bit of ground on. Uh, On top of that, Jose Ramirez, J-Ram, he got hit by a pitch in the hand on Sunday, I believe. Yeah, he had surgery the next day. And yeah, broke his hand. So his timetable is a few weeks. Maybe he can be back for the playoffs if the Indians make it a uh, huge risk playoffs and cory kluber had a huge setback during his rehab stint and has an oblique injury and is looking like he's probably going to be out for the rest of the year as well so yeah let's just go ahead and bury him right now let's just move on with it speaking of burying baseball players we have a follow-up on how did he die best, and that's transition <laughs> that was good, I'm, I'm really good at segues i really <laughs> am because <laughs> i want you all to know that none of these were planned kyle just said that and i went with it <laughs> so anyway yeah tyler skaggs it's official he overdosed on fentanyl he had alcohol fentanyl in the system he he not necessarily overdosed because he vomited in his sleep and he choked on his own vomit so if you want to count that as an overdose sure if you want to count it as an accidental you know De- accidental choking death, yeah. i don't know yeah whatever you want to categorize it as but it was a drug-induced death basically so he like had a party that night with himself possible i mean i don't i doubt his teammates party that hard maybe he was just a lone ranger but it's it's not common that you see a mid-20 year old professional athlete die of natural causes so as soon as he died everybody acted really sad like it was some sort of tragedy but don't get me wrong i'm sure it is but to to have it be a drug overdose like that is kind of like changes the whole yeah it kind of makes you you know that whole perfect game the angels threw like a week after he died yeah. and and they all put his jersey out on the mound. Like, don't get me wrong. Honor your friend. But at the same time, let's not act like he was some angel. It's kind of like pun when, uh, like when uh,
1: Chris Benoit died and they had the whole moment of silence. Yeah, and, and they realized like, what oh, happened. But so, well, we got to
0: backtrack that a little so bit. So now if Tyler Skaggs is just an angel in the outfield. Oh, wow. <laughs> You're on a roll tonight. I I like, <laughs> I we're going all you. 90s references. I've used <laughs> Crunk, Gene Co., and a very good but underrated Danny Glover movie. Should we bust out the surge? I mean, are we drinking that tonight if, or, if, or what? If you had one, I would chuck it in a heart. <laughs> I'd Baker that bitch. So, I'd so, bite a hole in the bottom.
1: Baker of Surge. Yep. I'd be impressed with that. So who had who had it? Suicide? Who? I'm sorry. Who had overdose?
0: I think I think I said he. It was. It would be a drug related thing. Was it? We'll have to go back most to the of us, tape. Yeah. I think we all listen. I think all would. Agreed. I would play it, but unfortunately, there is uh, an extra voice on that tape that we'd have to censor out before we play it. I think it's copyright infringement. <laughs> so, yeah. Right yeah now. We're not as lawyers it. involved at this point. Mm. Because <laughs> Lord knows I didn't. I don't. I wouldn't want to do anything that's disrespectful. So it's, I'd have to. It's horrible. Don't do that. We'll talk about this guy's death another time. Yes.
1: we'll we'll circle back around <laughs> to it. Uh, but all right. So yeah. So we called it uh, first week, first episode. Um, another reference to how did they die, which is starting to be a popular
0: uh, um, a segment of ours. Yeah, you don't want to be the one that, they're talk- that we're talking about, but boy, do I love it when it happens, because it gives me something to talk <laughs> Absolutely. about. Absolutely. Just kind of um, wait for the next, next ball to drop here. Yeah, so by no means am I asking for anybody to commit suicide, but we, you know, <laughs> a nice surprise death is always something fun to talk about. With that being said, speaking of things coming to an end, Andrew Luck with the surprise retirement. Yeah, And I'm not going to lie to you, I was kind of in shock when I saw that, if I'm being honest. I I thought it was fake. I was like, is that a verified, that's a real account, get the fuck out of here, there's no way, and it was from Adam Schefter, and even though he blocked me on Twitter, which we'll get into that, we'll have to do a segment where I'm going to go over all the pro athletes and sports-related figures that have blocked me on Twitter for things. I've seen
1: some of your Twitter interactions with just random people, yeah. it's interesting.
0: I uh, I like being a dick. It's not being a keyboard bully because I'm like this in real life. That's the issue. So it's my Twitter personality is my real life personality. And yes, I've been blocked by the likes of uh, Brandon Whedon, Dan Gilbert, uh, Adam Schefter, which I'm so proud of the Dan Gilbert blocking because that's impressive. That's a billionaire who has such better things to do with his life than to look at my tweet, and he did, and he found it so disrespectful that he blocked my account at least for and one minute. Proud as fuck of that. At least for one minute and one day, you I was a part of Dan life, Gilbert's yep. life, Absolutely. and I, I'm very happy with myself on that. That's impressive. Adam Schefter, he blocked me for a very, very weak reason. What do you do? And I'll, you say, do? I'll go into. I'll, I'll tell the Schefter story right now. So, it was during the finals. The Cavs were in it, and this was maybe two years ago. We were playing in the finals against the Warriors. And Adam Schefter tweeted something. There was like a mini camp going on or something like that, and he tweeted something about like, oh, football starts in 50 days, you know, whatever the whatever the number Bad was. Bad timing tweet. And I, I was just sitting there. I was watching it, the Cavs game, and I'm thinking in my head like, dude, we're in the middle of the finals. Like, fuck off. So I literally said, uh, let basketball season end. F off, Shefty. I even put F. I didn't even say fuck because I thought, you know, (laughs) this guy works for ESPN. That's a Disney affiliate. So I figured I won't even swear. You censored yourself. So I, I did. I said F off, Shefty. That's all it said. It was
1: clearly the Shefty comment. I think probably. that might have been what it was. Yeah, the F off. That's yeah, not so Yeah, he blocked
0: me for that tweet. So I'm very pissed about that one, that Shefter blocked me for that, because that's weak. Why, oh, you if, didn't even pay rent for the headspace you are yeah, taking up. Yeah, if, if huh? you're that thin-skinned and you're a professional, then go fuck yourself. <laughs> yep. I won't censor that one. Fuck off, Shefty. How's that sound? <laughs> <laughs> so we're not going to get an
1: ESPN sponsorship anytime soon. but
0: uh, Maybe. If they fire Shefty and grow some fucking thicker skin, we might. But <laughs> until then, not the case. So yeah, that's my Adam Shefter story. Next time, or maybe you know, closer to basketball season, I'll go over the Dan Gilbert one because that one's actually really funny, in my opinion, <laughs> and I think it's worth worth the time. But yes, yeah, so we'll get back to Andrew Luck. Kind of a shocker. He basically came out and said that he no longer has love for the game of football because of injuries and rehabbing and, and things like that are taking their toll. So he called it a career. So, I,
1: I mean, my, my opinion, I think it's a bitch move. I mean, you're two weeks away from the start of the season. You've had this thought for how long? There's no way you woke well, up one morning and said, all right, I'm done. I
0: don't think they're ever going to come out and say it, but I kind of feel like it was one of those things, because he hasn't really practiced this off season. He hasn't right. played in any preseason games. Right. There was a lot of speculation that he wouldn't be ready to go, and the Colts tried to like cover it up, and they're telling everybody, oh, no, he'll be fine. He'll be out there. And I think what happened was there was there were setbacks. And he knew that he wouldn't actually be ready for week one, that it's going to require more physical therapy, more rehabilitation, things like that, that he's just sick of. And I yeah. kind of get it. So I feel like going into the season, instead of leaving everybody in limbo of like, well, when does Andrew Luck come back? What's what's the deal with Luck? He just said, you know what? I'm over it. I'm not healthy. I'm sick of doing this shit. So he called there. it a career. I kind of get it. How about the fans
1: of uh, Indianapolis booing him off as they walk off the field?
0: You know, I... It's easy as a non-Colt fan to go, what a bunch of pieces of shit. But let's yeah, be honest, if that's... in, like, four years and the guys played at, like, an MVP level but we've never won a Super Bowl, Baker Mayfield decides to retire, are you going to be happy about it? We're throwing bottles at him. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> it's easy to say as an outsider looking in, like, wow, how disrespectful, how right. shitty. But if I mean, that they're happened, all living in the moment. If that happened to your team, you'd be pretty upset about it. Right. And – I'd say more so shame on Adam Schefter for breaking that in the middle of the game. Yeah, he had... That's n- one of those things where we're at a, we're at a day and age where it's just about who's first with a story instead of, like, who's right. So there's a lot of shit that happens during, like, free agencies and things like that. Guys tweet out, like, oh, I heard this guy's got a five-year deal in place, and then the next day it's like, well, he's actually signing with this team, and right. that guy doesn't go back and say, oh, I'm sorry, I got misinformation. All they care about is trying to be first. Yep. So Schefter wanted to get the info out. He had the source. Good for him, but... Again, well, I, I, think the, I think the
1: plan was that they were going to hold a press conference right like, after the game. Right. He was
0: going to do it like that after yeah. the game or the next day, and Schefter kind of fucking shit in the punch bowl. You know what so I mean? So it makes
1: sense when he got on, onto the uh, the mic, he's like, What well, plan for this to happen? This exactly.
0: Way. He probably had a whole thing. He talked to the Colts already, but Adam Schefter made it out like it was some coward move. Right. He did it during the first quarter of the game, which isn't the case. And good, the fans. Good, good guy Colts, though, letting them uh, keep that $24 million signing bonus. Yeah, I mean. You can't blame the guy. If if he came into the league and he sucked and then he said he was going to retire, then it's like, go fuck yourself. You owe that money back. Like, if it was like Jamarcus Russell that's all of a sudden going, I'm done, then you go, yeah, give me some money back. Andrew Luck was so fucking good that guy was so good for the community and for the Colts mm-hmm. so he was a very healthy,
1: right healthy that he was uh, a guarantee one of the best quarterbacks in the
0: league yeah. yeah i loved him coming out of college if the browns could have traded up for him i would have shit the bed you know what i mean i would have been so happy
1: did you go back and read that uh, i think it was a tweet that put out there i think i put it on facebook too yeah yeah, yeah uh, the, one the that 2000 said, like,
0: 2012 draft class it was not a good class <laughs> uh, Like, like the, the last the day, one standing unfortunately is rg3 <laughs> yeah barely standing yeah and then i mean the best quarterback out of that class is fucking russell wilson yeah. Who third rounder, go figure. You got all these right. guys that have been cut already, and then you got a Super Bowl quarterback. So here's the question. Is he uh does Andrew ever
1: wake up one morning and say, ah, I want to come back and play again? Does he does he pull a Brett Favre? Uh
0: I'm gonna go with no because I don't know, he just doesn't strike me as that kind of guy. I think he's officially done with the game. You know, maybe he does need a full year off, and he can think a little bit clearer and come back with a decision, and maybe he does come back, but I don't know. I just don't see it. I think right. he's made his decision up, and if he really wanted to continue to play, he could just tell the Colts, I'm taking a year off. So I think he's made up his mind. I think well, he's they
1: done. hold the rights to him. Like,
0: they actually— Right, yeah. yeah. He, if he comes out of retirement, he's still a Colt. yeah. However, I just don't think he's going to want to. Because I
1: think I think two years. My guy, you say no, I say yes. I think in two years, uh, I think he's going to decide that he just misses the game too much, and it's going to be something he wants to do again.
0: I think and, I think we'll kind of get a hint, judging by what the Colts do, because if he comes back, and the Colts have already already tried to fill the quarterback position with like a legit starter, not some like fifth round flyer or even Jacoby Brissett. If let's say they're not that good next year, they're a top ten drafting team, which very well could happen. They take a quarterback in the first, you know, right. first round top ten. That tells me right there that Andrew Luck's never coming back because right. if he tried, they're gonna say, "Sorry, go fuck yourself." We already took our next franchise quarterback. Right. So, how about
1: how about the fact that uh, game. there's so many opening, not not so many openings for quarterback, but there's a couple out there, and uh,
0: no one's calling Kaepernick right now. Well, he kind of burned his own bridge on that because he has, from what I've read and shit, he's gotten calls in the past. He just wants too much money. He wants like legit uh starter competition things like that and they're basically saying come earn it they're yeah they're saying you're you've been out of the league for three four years you're not a starter anymore you can come in we'll keep you on the team you can fight in camp and he's going well no and then he should get league minimum because he's been out of football for so long right. he's probably asking for much more than that and teams are going no i'm not fucking paying you that which rightfully so um it'd be but- interesting No, he'd probably have a good chance of a. Uh- being a starter in the,
1: in uh, Indianapolis, if someone actually gave him a chance, but yeah, yeah you're right. He burns his own bridge. He's never uh, some breaking play. news. Jarek
0: McKinnon, nothing too crazy. Oh, from the, uh, 49ers. the big signing from the 49ers has officially just been placed on season-ending IR again. Again, that's two years so, in a row. A full year to the day almost. He tore his ACL yeah. and got put on IR. They've put him back on it for the same injury. He just couldn't it must get be it nice to
1: collect that money sitting and at home. And
0: that was the other tweet. It was talking about how he's collected from the 49ers. Um, Four, $15.4 million and has another two point six in injury guarantees without ever playing a regular season snap for the 49ers. Go so, him. His agent must be doing overtime. Good for John Lynch. He will be looking for a job soon enough in San Francisco because he traded for Jimmy Garoppolo. He's had some shitty draft picks. He signed Jarek McKinnon and they still blow ass. Oh, so yeah. they'll all be fired soon enough and that's good news for me. I'm kind of hoping so because I think Kyle Shanahan's a dickhead and I hope he gets fired and no reason really, but just fuck John Lynch. I don't some, like him some either. Some personal so. <laughs> things there with
1: Shanahan? Sounds a little personal. Didn't,
0: didn't like him when he was in Cleveland. No, I always okay. thought he was a, he's a me first guy. He's kind of a cock. Yeah. And yeah, hey, he can go fuck himself. Pretty much. <laughs> Alright then. So, yeah. There, it is cut day. The Browns have made some cuts. Nothing too surprising. They made a trade for a wide receiver. Uh, Taewon Taylor with the Titans. Nothing too crazy, but that did, however, cause them to cut Braxton Miller, which a lot of people thought was actually going to sneak in and make the team at the end there. But they cut him. One wide receiver that they cut that I kind of thought would make the team was Derek Willies. Yeah, he had a pretty good camp. Yeah, I kind of thought he was going to make the team. But apparently, Dorsey's got other... ideas and, and i trust exactly right? so exactly
1: that dude literally gives his shirt off his back to people you saw that the, yeah. day, the other day where he gave his sweats- I s- sweater i saw to that kid.
0: i want that sweater i'm not gonna <laughs> lie I, I would wear that i'm turning into an old man i just he want to wear it look around down the down house seat, every night yeah. i just want to yell at, yell about football wearing that. Throw out, stuff but, at the tv uh so yeah th- there are some surprise cuts uh the biggest one which is crazy this this kind of goes to show you how decent of a team the browns have when the biggest news is the scottish hammer Jamie, uh, how do you say his last Gillum, name? Gillum, Gillum yeah, I think. The Scottish Hammer, he made the team. His he, luscious his luscious long locks of hair. Yeah, he officially is our punter. Britton Colquitt, who everybody kind of thought was a lock, he has been released. He's so, gone. I
1: can't believe they can get any trade value for him.
0: Well, I think it's because we decided to announce it so late yeah, so we that teams ourselves. were kind of going, why would the fuck could we trade? He's going to be a free agent in two hours. Yeah, it's true. So, and I don't think there's any team out there that's so desperate for a punter that they're going to give a draft pick out for him plus you, you get him for cheap he's he's got a hell of a leg he's still got it i mean he was a pro bowl alternate in last year so i'm talking about this guy to chamber oh yeah, just, yeah.
1: We, you get him for next to nothing he's yeah. got a hell
0: of a leg i think that's the big factor into it is just it's a money thing you got equal production for the most part you yeah. think you hope that the Scottish hammer is going to be just as good as Colquitt. No, we
1: just want to see him lay out more players. That too. He
0: makes hell he, – he's a good tackler. Um, so I guess in a pinch, if you want to throw him at linebacker or something, he might be able to do it. <laughs> Put him at the old uh, the old, uh, 20, 30 yards off yeah, the fucking just, line. you, know, you got to hit somebody. You hit him. <laughs> so he uh, – yeah, he surprised a lot of people in camp, and I honestly thought he would be one of those tough calls of like he did great, but we're just better at that position. Yeah, kinda, I was gonna be sad. To,
1: I was gonna be sad to see him go.
0: Yeah, I mean, he was he was a good story, but I just really thought in terms of talent wise, Colquitt was gonna get the job because he's a veteran, you know, this and that. But I mean, like we said, Colquitt's making substantial more money than Scottish Hammer's coming in on a you know undrafted free agent deal. So uh, good for him. He made the team. Congrats. Yeah. Uh, Greg Joseph has been cut. Um, well, the last two games and he didn't even kick. Yeah, they didn't even let him kick. Austin Siebert won that job. Austin Siebert, the last two weeks since he was given all the kicks. Seven. Yeah, he six didn't six miss anything. Yeah. So, good for him. He won the job fair and square, I think, cuz
1: I would hope so. We wasted a the Fitzroy pick on him. Yeah, I was hoping we Greg were gonna Joseph hit, so.
0: just was never that good. So, another great move by Dorsey. Uh, the story of the year though, is the, what's was his name? Shishi
1: or Sheila or whatever. He's cut. Yeah,
0: that one I I was over that story pretty quickly. How I mean, much, it was, how much did you get paid to be in camp? Truthfully, I'd have to look it up. I would think probably, you know, maybe he made like 50 grand, give or take, something like that. Not, no, Which, he's, he's no longer living in a car. So. Yeah. Which, you know, he was the homeless story was only because he was here. He didn't have a place to stay out of town. Right. Which, let's be honest, if he would have like tweeted, I'm, I'm in town to try out for the Browns, hashtag, hashtag a couple things, Browns fans are crazy. They would have seen that tweet. And I bet people would have either given him money to stay at a hotel or offered their home to him. Right. Don't get me wrong it's a cool story that he slept under a bridge or whatever the night before his tryout and then he made the team well the training camp team but uh do you think he makes a scout team no. no his his issue he had the great return for his first one ever and then after that I think he he like fumbled a couple he muffed a couple he didn't do shit after that yeah. so that kind of done uh, that Suck. story's over with <laughs> you can't you can't have one good play in the preseason and make a team that just ain't how this business works so so you happy with the uh, 50 53 man roster? Yeah, I would say so. It's solid. We need we need um, someone on the offensive line, though. I'm surprised we didn't. Well, to... I mean, they have. They they just traded for uh, Wyatt Teller from the Bills, and they just traded for Justin McCray or something. I think I forgot how to announce his name. Pronounce his name. Um. Yeah, let's see. Yeah, Justin McCray from the Packers. So they have made a few trades just to acquire to some new offensive, linemen. Nobody... offensive line. Nobody. Yeah, nobody's, you know, gonna blow your balls off, but they got they got a couple of new bodies in town that should be decent. And again, in Dorsey reach we trust. I yeah. trust that guy. I think our offensive line's pretty decent. That the crazy thing to me is how freaked out people are of this offensive line, which aside from Kevin Zeitler uh no longer being here, right guard is the only new position. Yeah. The other guys are all the same. Well, it's, um, it's
1: true fashion, though. You perfect the rest of the team Yeah, close enough. Don't
0: get me wrong. I think winning and losing starts in, in the trenches. I think our defensive line is fucking stacked. We're good there. And offensive line-wise, sure, you could use a couple upgrades, but I think we're okay because, like I said, you only lost Zeitler. And I think the second half of the season, once we officially benched, uh, was it Desmond Harrison, and we put in um, uh, Greg Robinson, we were like the second lowest sack team. Yeah. And I think Baker got hit like the least in the NFL or maybe he was right behind Drew Brees or something like that. That's I mean, also the fact that he gets rid of the ball pretty
1: damn right, quick. Right. Which is
0: exactly why like fans need to stop freaking out about the O line because we have a quarterback that gets rid of the ball quick. Which, you know, that you can't really put a price on that. I think we're gonna be fine. People freak out, but I think we're gonna be all right. Uh, around the NFL, some big surprises I should say. Uh, Lashawn McCoy. Yeah. Done Shady. in Buffalo. Which it's shocking because of the name like everybody knows shady mccoy he was a top 10 fantasy pick top five even just a handful of years ago but you know father time waits for nobody they
1: stacked up that running back core in uh in in buffalo though
0: sort of i mean frank gore made well, I mean, the team, but so. you <laughs> brought in these big names
1: but you, you drafted that rookie who's yeah lights out in, yeah in he's pre-season. not bad
0: um but yeah la'shawn mccoy it's the nfl what have you done for me lately yeah, I mean, you know? they basically, What I mean, I read today, you know, his his contract doesn't live up to his production. Yeah, he was yeah. expected to make, I think, like $8 million this year, maybe more. And I saw a stat that said last year he played in, like, 13 games or something like that. He only got, like, 500 yards, which, that's pathetic. If you're going to be making... Is that all purpose yards, or was that just running? I think it was just rushing yards. Because okay. I don't think he really had that many receptions, receptions yeah. as far as I know. Um, but, Yeah. Age caught up to him. It's inevitable for most people, except for Tom Brady, who I think they should be testing him every week. What is he, 52 now? Something like that? Something like that. Yeah. No, he was born in 52. So yeah, he's actually a little older than that. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, he's still going strong, unfortunately, for us non-Patriot fans. But yeah, so LaShawn McCoy got cut. Crazy to think that, you know, Shady McCoy, an uh, uh, ex-pro bowler, MVP candidate, is currently looking for work. But. I, wonder, I wonder where he's going to go. A lot, of, a lot of potential out there, but you know, one spot where I thought he was going to go and you thought he was going to go, no longer probably needs him. Yeah, because the Houston Texans, of course, traded for Duke Johnson just a few weeks ago, about a month ago or whatever. Browns made out on that. And, and then, yes, they did. And then a week ago to the day, Lamar Miller tore his ACL for the Colts in preseason game three, or for the Texans, I mean. And... With the news today of LaShawn McCoy getting cut, everybody's first instinct was, okay, Texans get on the phone because the Texans are wheeling and dealing. The Texans just traded Jadevian Clowney to the Seattle Seahawks for a 2020 third-round pick, Kiki Mingo, yeah. and another offensive lineman. I think it was like Justin Martin or Throw Josh throwaway or something. People, yeah. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, a guy that's probably going to get cut. Um, However, I think the Seahawks kind of made out on that trade because they're getting Jadavian Clowney for one year, $16 million. He's going to sign his tender and play. And then he will become an unrestricted free agent at the end of the year, which the Seahawks can, of course, you know, retain him, which I don't think they will. Or they can let him go in free agency, and he will then uh, get them a compensatory pick. Uh, Excuse me. There it was. Um, Thank you. Human functions. Impressive. So, yeah, they're going to – they'll eventually get – a uh, compensatory pick for him. It'll probably be about a third rounder. So they actually are going to probably get a clean wash on this. You get Jadevian Clowney for one year, and it's kind of a wash. Cost you 16 mil, which comes off the books next year. So who gives a fuck? Right. Uh, but yeah, so Houston traded Devin Clowney. And then when everyone, of course, thought that they would go after some cut running back, they actually made a trade. I don't know for what yet. The details haven't come out. But they traded for X... Cleveland Brown, who was only here for a cup of coffee, Carlos Hyde. Literally. Uh, literally, <laughs> he was here. <laughs> he had a drink, and he was out. Um, but no, I wish, you know, Carlos Hyde, nothing but the best. I've always been a fan of him, ex-Buckeye. Had a decent career in San Francisco. Then the Browns got him. I was fucking pumped about it. However, you need... uh, They needed to get the rookie Nick Chubb on the field last year, and Hugh Jackson just wasn't doing it, so... John Dorsey said, I'll get that motherfucker on the field one way or another, and he traded Carlos Hyde to the Jags. Carlos yep. Hyde then went to the Chiefs, also just had a cup of coffee there, and then just got traded to the fucking Texans. So he's Back moving all over the place. Back in the day when the Dorsey
1: place. was struggling with Hugh and who's yeah. going to play, who's not going to play, fuck it. Just when the there was a
0: power struggle in Berea, and John Dorsey obviously won, and if anybody thought it wasn't going to end that way, I'll have what you're having. So a couple surprise things. Nothing too wild going on in the NFL, though. I mean... It's going to take a day or two to finally get some crazy shit to happen because right now is when the trades start happening. Like I said, the Browns traded for an off two offensive linemen this week. They traded for that wide receiver. So moves start to happen. Uh, a lot of teams haven't officially given all of their cuts to the 53-man roster, so there could be a few more surprises. And then in the next coming days, there are going to be a couple people that get signed and shit like that. So, uh, you know, expect a little bit more news next time we record should be in a couple of weeks, which is really exciting because we'll have plenty to talk about because the NFL starts one week from two days ago, technically, Dude, so it's Thursday night. I can't wait. Football. I uh, Obviously, I love all sports. NBA right now is kind of, it's dead. There's nothing happening. Um, baseball's kind of in the thick of it. But as an Indians fan, there's nothing too great going on right now. It's not that exciting. Uh, as far as the rest of the league in baseball, to be honest, I don't follow it as closely as I would like just because I don't have the time to like watch MLB network and shit all the time. So I will say like, if there are close races happening in other divisions and, and shit, I don't even know about them too much. I'll be the first to admit that I haven't been able to follow it as closely, but now that it's getting down to the nitty gritty, I probably will. or I won't say probably I actually will. So I'll have more, you know, down to the wire playoff shit to talk about with baseball coming up. Assuming the Indians are still in it. They'll be part of the conversation as well. Um, but yeah, NFL is just my love. I'm so fucking excited for this the season I, to start. I just can't wait for Sundays. Can't what, wait some
1: Thursdays and a Monday. I love in there it. Too.
0: I love waking up Sunday morning. I I'm so pumped. I get up. I get some coffee. I probably take a dump. You know, that's just how your Sunday start. I, coffee I, usually helps. The yeah, dump. It, it definitely clears me out. And then I prep for. I like to try to order pizza from different places on Sundays. I like to try to get a new place every Sunday. And I just sit in the basement, and I don't leave. I watch football all fucking day, and it's so beautiful. I love it. Um, Obviously, you're more than welcome to come over every Sunday. of course.
1: I think I have nothing better to
0: do. I mean, it's not a home game, but I mean, well, I'll be late if it is a home game, but I'll still come over. Fine with me, yeah. I watch, obviously, every minute of the Browns games, I flip back and forth between other channels. I check fantasy scores. Like, my house is football central on Sundays, and I love it. So... I can't wait. With that being said, Kyle and I are diehard NFL fans, and it is time mm, for our biggest em. challenge to date. We have only had one, so this is number two, and it's a little this bit bigger. A long challenge. This though. is a yeah. This is a long one. Um, that's what she said. It. Sorry, I gave you yeah, a minute there. I gave you, you a minute.
1: You set yourself up for it, though. I mean, I, I really <laughs> didn't. I.
0: I just said it's a long one, and then you didn't say anything, so sorry. I have to take it. Sorry. Um. So. We are going to do NFL picks. We are going to go through every game every week. We are going to keep score on everything. And whoever has the worst score, we don't actually... There's another one. Jesus. We don't have a tiebreaker yet, do we? Or did we? I don't honestly remember.
1: No. I mean, we can tiebreakers can be, at the end of the season, if we come down to like pick a score, and whoever's closest can be a tiebreaker, if that's the case.
0: How about this? Assuming we... I don't know. We're both Browns fans, so I guess we could see. This will be a, a trial. Let's do possible tiebreaker would be our head-to-head Browns picks because okay. maybe there's a week that I pick the Browns you don't or vice okay. versa and right. that could be the that could make or break the the thing I like it so we'll, we'll, we'll look into that unless obviously that's another one where we make the same pick every fucking week with the Browns that's gonna kind of ruin that so we'll see we'll figure it all out uh, we don't know the punishment for sure yet but there are some ideas being talked about and these are not Lay in the backyard in a tub of ice type of challenge. This is going to be a little more difficult and a little bit more outlandish. I love so, how you
1: talk about that so passively? Like you're not the one that fucking laid in it. Because well, no, I just that mean was like, a punishment,
0: right? Don't get me wrong. I'm not. I'm not knocking <laughs> it. I'm just saying. Like you think that was bad. This is going to be yes. worse. So we are in the process currently of coming up with an idea for the future punishments, and it's going to get wild. But with that being said, we are going to do NFL picks full season. Every week, we're going to go over every game. Obviously, the first few weeks, you're guaranteed to have 16 games, and then bye weeks are going to start in week four, up until week 12, if I'm not mistaken, and obviously, the the picks will be less every week. Um, But before we get into that, I do want to say we have a new fan interactive challenge because we do have the DraftKings thing. We were unable to get a fantasy league going in time, which is our fault, but shit happens. Fuck you. It's our show, our decision. Eat a dick, everybody. Um Unless you enjoy eating, that's dick, how then that's how I talk to that. my audience. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Eat a dick, you fucking idiots! <laughs> Please subscribe and like our channel. <laughs> yeah, tell that's your grandparents. What, yeah. Um, but so one thing I want to do is I'm sure you guys are all familiar with Survivor picks, and Kyle and I will play along with you. But if you can get your picks in uh, before the, you know, depending on what team you want to pick, if you're picking a Thursday night team, get it in by Thursday. Vice versa, get it in by Sunday morning. Uh, we are going to leave it open to the first five people that send me their first survivor pick in a Facebook comment um, on our post. I'll make a post about it within the next couple days. First five people, let's actually say we'll do, I'll do Monday because everyone's off work on Monday, Labor Day, hoping everyone's got some free time. So Monday evening, I will make a post on Facebook and we'll just say top five survivor picks, go. And literally the first five comments that I see on there that have a survivor pick, you're entered. And that means you're in it for the full season until your team gets eliminated. Uh, Obviously, survivor pick means you get one team per week that you can only pick once. So if you're not familiar with it, which I hope most of you are, let's say week one, you pick the Titans to beat the Browns. The Titans lose. You're eliminated. Vice versa. Let's say you pick the Browns. The Browns win. You've advanced. However, you cannot pick the Browns again for the rest of the season. Pretty cut and dry rules. I don't think it's that complicated. Um, But the light at the end of the tunnel, because this could be a long challenge, depending on how accurate you guys are at picking your survivors.
1: it would be done by week five. (laughs) Yeah, honestly, it could be over really
0: quick. But uh, we would like to welcome the winner of that, if they're able to, uh, to be on the show. You can come to my house, come to the studio, and you can be on the show with us. Or if you are an out-of-state person, I do have Skype and other things like that. I can, we can, We'll make it work. We can get somebody on here. Um, so that's the thing. If you want to do it, again, I'm going to pick the top five people that do it, and I hope you consistently do it. Because if you sign up for the first week or not sign up, but you, you participate and you win week one and then week two, you don't give us an answer, then I'm going to make a comment on your wall and tell you to go fuck yourself on your Facebook wall. And eat a dick. Yep. You can eat a dick and fuck yourself with that same dick that you've just eaten.
1: That's impressive.
0: Uh, yeah, you, Well, they have to shit it out, you freeze it, and then you <laughs> shove it back up there before it starts to get soft again. Frozen dicks. That's how you can fuck yourself. I like it. With eating a dick. So, yeah, so that's the game. We're going to do a pick em. Uh Since the winning prize is to be on the show, Kyle and I are not participating in that because I kind of already won that. We're yeah, already here. Yeah, we're, we're here. So so we're going to do our own full season with a wild punishment Hor- at the end, end of it. punishment at the end and, of it. And, yeah, it's not going to be good. All I can say is we did, neither of us want to lose. Mm-mm. So uh, let's get into it. Then we will do our pick-ems. I'm going to open up the page here, and we'll go game by game. Week one NFL picks. Even though the the season starts this Thursday, this Thursday we are a little early. I'm not expecting any injuries or anything like that during the week, so I don't think much will change. No. So our picks are going to be locked in today. And I think we'll be able to record, yeah, we'll record again before the season, before week two, and we'll figure out how we're going to do this, because we do it do the show bi-weekly, so obviously we're going to miss weeks, so we're going to have to figure out a way we might have to, maybe we'll do it on Facebook so everybody can see our picks. Yeah, we'll
1: do on the off weeks, we'll just put Yeah, on, we'll write them Facebook. down, we can take a picture, and you yeah. put
0: that on our Facebook page so everybody can see them. Perfect. That works. That works. So, with that being said, I'm going to get my other notebook out where I will be writing down our picks.
1: Do you have the page of the games here? If you
0: want, I'm ready to go. Yeah, I have it on my phone or on the on the laptop here. So let's pick them. I got some alcohol to drink. Do it. Yeah, we're gonna go get fucked up. (laughs) Game one, the season starter, Thursday night, 8:20 on NBC. Real snooze fest, in my opinion. (laughs) Green Bay at Chicago. I mean, I'm kind of pumped to watch it because I'm a I'm a closet Mitch Trubisky fan. He's an Ohio native. I kind of wanted the Browns to take him that year didn't pan out what are you going to do it worked out for the best green bay has always been my favorite nfc team for as long out as of i can all remember of nfc
1: teams yep all right
0: then big fan I've, i liked brett Favre. i love aaron Rodgers. so as long as aaron Rodgers is there i'm going to be rooting for green bay um however i think chicago's got the better team
1: yeah i'll make it simple chicago yeah we're way. both
0: taking chicago yeah. i just think i think that green bay is going to have a down year this year they just don't have the talent around them uh, Aaron Rodgers, I love him, but he has been having issues lately of staying healthy, staying consistent, and don't get me wrong, I hope things change, but I just, in my opinion, I don't think they stand a chance at being a legit contender. So, unfortunately, week one, we're both going Chicago. Uh, and that's going to lead us to Sunday, the big day. First game, obviously. right? Browns-Titans. That's a tough choice I uh, I'm gonna disagree with you on that <laughs> one uh, I think this one's gonna be a clean sweep as well Cleveland yeah Cleveland they're at home it is gonna be so fucking nuts downtown week one truthfully like it's gonna feel like a Super Bowl atmosphere and if they can like it's crazy to me to look at the there's a thing on ESPN here and next to all the games it, it it'll send you to a link that has tickets as low as whatever. And it's funny because you look at some of them, like Baltimore at Miami, tickets as low as $31. Pretty cheap. Detroit at Arizona, tickets as low as $21. These are NFL regular season right. games. The Browns, used to be a shit team, bottom of the barrel. We're playing the Titans, who also are a very mediocre to bottom of the barrel team. I going to guess. Go ahead. 150 Close. Tickets as low as $146. Wow, well, that was really close. So... I would have lost. They're, the they're today, not but... the most expensive. The most expensive, clearly, by a fucking mile. Pittsburgh at New England, Sunday night football, 284. Damn, close. So, yeah, a lot of games are pretty expensive, but it's just funny that the Browns are one of the top, like, five most expensive tickets in football because it's a home game, which is nuts. But I digress. Cleveland is the pick. I'm assuming that's who you're going Cleveland's with. my pick, too. Okay. So right now, we are both going to be getting punished because we both seem to be making the same picks. But, uh... <laughs> Anyway, so game number three, let's go Baltimore at Miami. We should alternate first picks. That way we know. Okay, All go right. ahead.
1: All right, so um, I'll just make a simple pick here. I'm going Baltimore in on this one.
0: As am I. Okay. Another easy one. Yeah. Let me write those down. Go ahead and name me off the next game, and I will – unless – do you have it in a different order? Can I see your thing No, really pretty quick? much the same. I think we're going next down. Game next game should be is, Atlanta. Yep. Okay, cool. Keep going. All right, so
1: next pick, Atlanta at what? At Minnesota? I'm yep. going Minnesota in this one uh, to take this one at
0: home. I'm going to go upset. I'm going to go Atlanta. Is that an upset? Who's the underdog? What's the Oh, I would think Minnesota's favored uh, by a lot. It uh, doesn't have the numbers on here. ESPN tries to not promote gambling. But I'm going to go with ATL. I just think Matt Ryan's going to have a bounce back year. I think they have a pretty stacked offense. Early in the season, Atlanta typically really moves the ball until people inevitably get hurt. And I just think Minnesota... I don't know. I'm just going with my gut. I'm going to Atlanta. I don't really have a good reason to back it up. I do think Minnesota's going to win their division. I think Atlanta's going to probably get a wild card because I think New Orleans is going to win their division, but we'll get into that shit next week or next episode. We'll talk more about like future picks. So you are going with Minnesota. Minnesota. That's our first difference. Buffalo at New York. I'm going to go Buffalo. Really? I, uh, I don't think the jets are as good as they're being hyped up as I think the media is just trying to say that there's going to be a good New York team. I don't really like Sam Darnold. I don't think he's that good of a quarterback. Uh, my friends are big Jets fans, and they like to rub in my face that Sam Darnold was statistically one of like top five best quarterback in the NFL for the last like four weeks. They love that stat. But overall, for the full season, that guy fucking sucked. I didn't realize how bad his stats were, truthfully. He had such a bad year, and in those four games, they played some shitty teams. Um and it's funny because they claim, like, yeah, the last four weeks of the season, he was the best. And then I look at those individual games, and he had a couple of real shit games. So, I don't know. I'm not impressed. I'm not sold on them. I don't think the on Bell acquisition is going to be that important because Sam Donald's throwing to him now and giving it to him, not Ben Roethlisberger. And he doesn't have Antonio Brown to also kind of take a little bit of... Let's get Robbie Anderson, though. Yeah, talking. exactly. Yeah, that... I rest my case. I'm going Buffalo.
1: <laughs> I hate both of these teams.
0: So I do too. They both, I think, uh, suck. But I think Buffalo could be a surprise team that could win like eight games.
1: I'm going to go different from you again. I'm going to go with the Jets, though. I think okay. Sam Darnold's going to come out firing, and I I hate Josh Allen too. So. My
0: big takeaway, honestly, is I think both quarterbacks suck dick, but not figuratively. But I, I also think that Buffalo is going to have a really good defense, and that's going to prove to help Sam Darnold struggle. Okay. So Wait, I'm I'll going go, Buffalo. I'll go Jets. Okay.
1: Next game. Uh, next one, Washington at Philadelphia. I'm, I'm Philly. Philly. Philly's
0: yeah. Philly's arguably going to be the best team in football, I think, as long as Carson Wentz stays healthy. So Philly is a clean sweep there for the both of us. Next game, we have the Los Angeles Rams at the Carolina Panthers. That's a long distance travel for the Rams, truthfully. Oh, we're playing that. that okay. However, I still think they have way more talent than Carolina, and I think, you know, it's it's not even looking good that cam newton's even gonna be ready for week one i think he's questionable right now yeah he's questionable but i mean with the bum foot i could see him coming in starting getting hit a couple times and he's out for the rest of the game so no it's i'm going going rams i think that's an easy one yeah rams here too sweep across the board okay next
1: one kansas city at jacksonville kansas city I i heard they have a football team now
0: they do. Uh, this is actually a coin toss for me. I don't mean... It is. I mean, you expect Kansas City to to be as good as last year, but the NFL has proven that nothing lasts. These defensive coordinators are paid a lot of money to figure out how to stop teams. And the more you play, the more film you have. Can Patrick Mahomes uh, duplicate... Or even come close to his miracle, miracle year that he had last year. I,
1: I think he's going to have a hell of a season again. However, I, do too. I, hope I think, so. I'm keeping I, him in a fancy league. <laughs> <laughs> However, I think week one, Jacksonville takes the win.
0: Uh, okay, another difference here. I am going to go with Kansas City. I just think they're a really good team, and I don't think Jacksonville's offense. I mean, it was preseason, but I'm not that impressed with Nick Foles. I don't think he has the same magical powers in Jacksonville. Super Bowl has. winning
1: ja- uh, Nick Foles. Yeah,
0: okay. so that doesn't impress me if I'm being honest. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, I don't. I, I think the uh, the Nick Foles magic was only good in Philadelphia, and I think Jacksonville's going to struggle. And I am going with Kansas City Chiefs. So KC for me, Jacks for Kyle. The,
1: the 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 good news about this is we're going to come out of Week One with a nice difference in uh, scores here. So yeah. Uh, n- next game, uh, Colts at Chargers. Uh, for me, simple Chargers with Andrew Luck being out. I don't know if the offense knows what the hell to do. Uh, Philip rivers is a pretty much a steadfast yeah. quarterback. Yeah. It's Chargers. I agree with
0: that. I'm going, uh, LAC there, Los Angeles chargers again, like you said, with Andrew Luck being out, I just don't think this team's competitive enough. And I mean, I believe in the, the travel. I think it hurts West coast teams more because they have to get up early mm-hmm. to play and their body, their internal alarm clock is a little different, but I still think even going from the East coast or Midwest, wherever you want to categorize the Colts out to, uh, L.A., I just think it's a, it's a hell of a travel. It's week one, your quarterback just retired. Everyone's kind of down. I I agree. I'm going Chargers. So with that being said, Cincinnati at Seattle. I think Cincinnati is going to be one of the worst teams in football <laughs> and playing in Seattle because they cheat and they have speakers to boost the crowd volume. I fully believe that. The 12th man. Yeah, the 12th man. That's the guy that's hiding behind there, cranking up the volume. It's the so- wizard behind the curtain. I I am gonna pick Seattle for this one. I think this one's kind of a yeah. There's nothing to talk pick. about
1: Seattle's a, a pretty lock pick
0: there. All right, next up,
1: uh, Giants at Dallas. Uh, I think uh, the Giants are a fucking barn burner of a fucking team. Uh, the Cowboys take this one easily.
0: Yes, I would I would counter your barn burner comment and say they are a flaming dumpster. <laughs> so sticking with the pyro type of comment, yes, they either suck. way they're on fucking fire. So yeah, Dallas is gonna take that one. I think uh that which reminds me i do have a fi- have a 50 bet with my friend who's a cowboys fan i don't think i ever even talked about this one um because i just like to talk shit and this was well before we acquired odell I've never Beckham. heard
1: about you talking shit before Yeah,
0: it's, it's a new thing i'm trying out it's and it's, it's going pretty you. well awesome so far awesome. and we made a bet i told him that uh, amari cooper blows and his only good game with the cowboys was against the eagles because the eagles were starting guys that are that went from bagging groceries one week to playing in the NFL the next week at cornerback. So I said Amari Cooper blows and Jarvis Landry will have a better year. And he bet me 50 bucks that he wouldn't. And again, this was before we got to Odell Beckham. So that kind of helps my case, barring health. So not not big, 50 bucks. But I do have a bet with a friend that Amari Cooper will have a worse year than Jarvis Landry. It does take some touches away from Landry, though. but Yes and no. It could give him better touches. Like I don't know. I think it's going to take more touches away from Odell Beckham. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway... All right, so next so that's game that's a bet I have going.
1: Detroit at Arizona.
0: The Kyler Murray experiment is starting off first NFL regular season game at home. Unless they're showing a vanilla style defense, <laughs> I think he fucking sucks. I didn't <laughs> I didn't like him coming out. I think he is everyone tried to compare him to baker mayfield because that's the fun thing to do in the nfl as you compare oh, because they
1: went to the co- same college
0: that and they're both a little undersized but kyler murray is much smaller than baker mayfield mm-hmm. like baker mayfield Physic- physically
1: and uh, yeah and he's height-wise. stockier
0: and two inches taller i think if if not more mm-hmm. kyler murray's really fucking tiny and people were just like "Oh, so what baker was kind of small who cares um so i think kyler murray's gonna blow ass but i do think detroit's pretty bad this one's a tough call if i'm being honest really? I'm going Arizona on this one. I think they're going to surprise some people week one. That's my takeaway, because week one last year, Detroit was at home. I remember this game vividly. And they got their fucking doors beaten in by the Jets, and the Jets sucked. So I just think Detroit starts off slow every year. They're traveling on the road, going to Arizona. Kyler Murray, the number one pick, a lot of hype. I'm going to go with Arizona as well, so... Let me jot those down because I am old school and I'm keeping track of everything by hand. Just digital. how I like Fuck my digital sex. world, hand only. Uh, mm-hmm. Next game: San Francisco at Tampa Bay. Uh, Tampa Bay, this one,
1: I, 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 th- yeah, I, I, I don't Santa like Rand either sucks. one. I don't yeah, like I don't is, either one of those these. Are two teams. shitty teams. So. This is, is going to be a really boring one to watch. If you had the NFL uh, direct was direct ticket or whatever it's
0: called. Yeah, this is the. They should black this one out. Just pretty to do a favor. But yeah, no, Tampa Bay is going to win this one. Um, yeah. Yeah, just, I, just fuck this game but all yeah tampa bay tampa bay <laughs> good
1: choice all right next game go ahead this Pitt's, is a big one huh my, this is the uh sunday night game uh, Mond- uh pittsburgh at new england it'd be great if a bomb dropped on this fucking
0: stadium but or if uh yeah like uh bane from dark oh, yeah, rises. I like rises if he, he wants blew to do it that yeah. i know he did it in their fake pittsburgh stadium in the movie But if he wanted to go to New England, you know, maybe travel a little bit, he could see a little bit more of the country before he blows up an NFL stadium. It's a good start. Yeah. it's Not a a bad place to go.
1: Um, I'm thinking – I think New England starts off every season slow. Um, It takes them two or three weeks to get the offense or anything. They lose three games, and they go undefeated the rest of the season. So with that said, uh, I think Pittsburgh comes
0: out and wins this one. See, I like that argument – or not argument, but that that decision. Um, But I'm going to go opposite. I think they do start off slow, but that's because they typically start off against, like, Miami or Buffalo, someone they don't really care about. This is a legit rivalry. And I think Bill Belichick's going to take it very fucking serious. And he's going to want to show off because it's typically they, they, they'd they have a one o'clock game against, like I said, Miami or Buffalo. This is prime time. The Patriots don't like to get embarrassed ever, let alone prime time. And I think the Steelers losing uh, Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell, obviously they didn't have Bell last year, but I think those losses are going to be a little bit more important than people really realize. And being in Gillette or at Gillette, I'm going with new England. All right. So we have a split down the middle there.
1: I got some different choices. It's gonna be an interesting week one.
0: I just think there's also a lot to be said about home field advantage. I do think that plays a major factor in the NFL for certain teams, obviously teams that have good teams. You can't just, just cause you're at home doesn't automatically make you good. I just think it helps when it's a neck and neck kind of game, which I think Pittsburgh and new England could be, but I'm going to give the edge to new England uh monday night we have a double double barrel game because of it being opening weekend they always do a, uh an early game and a late game uh first game pretty good one if i say so myself i think that one's not too bad we have houston at new orleans not a bad way to start this the year off it's better than the second game
1: they have that night
0: true we'll get to that one unfortunately God. way to end it with a real fucking it's gonna be a tough one here. Of, piece of shit of a game both teams loaded um offensively
1: I'm going to go New Orleans in this one. I think Drew Brees comes out, lights him up. I think it's going to be a back-and-forth game. I think it's going to be an offensive game for both teams.
0: I think Michael Thomas held out a little bit. He wanted a new contract. He got it, and I think he deserved it, rightfully so. And I think he has a lot to prove this year, which he always does. He's never disappointed anybody, but I think he's got a lot to prove. I think the the Saints as a team have a lot to prove after the way their season ended. I think they're pissed off, and justifiably so. I think they're 100% uh in the right of being pissed off because of the way their season ended with that bullshit call against the Rams. I think the Patriot or the, the, the saints would have had a much better chance of competing with the Patriots than the Rams did. Cause that, that was one of the most boring Super Bowls I've ever seen. Um, so yeah, I think the saints have a huge chip on their shoulder. They're kind of pissed off and they're at home. It's, you know, Monday night football prime time. They're going to want to say, fuck you to people. And I'm going with new Orleans. Yep. New Orleans. Sweep across the board, and then you got the snooze fest of a game. Second game of the Monday John night. John, motherfucking Gruden
1: gets his. Don't you fucking knock on First
0: wood. game of the series of the year. Uh, Gifted a Monday prime night prime time, game. Wow. yeah, at at home against Denver. Uh, knock on wood, if you're with me. Uh, yeah, no. I, uh, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Denver on this one. I just really think Oakland sucks, and I probably am gonna avoid picking them at all the season. They could be on a bye week, and I'm still not gonna pick them. Um, yeah. i just really hate them i don't think they're a good team john gruden's an idiot antonio brown is fucking things up so personally i'm just gonna go denver yeah
1: i just hate oakland so i'm gonna go with denver on this one I, mean, right. I really don't care if either one of these teams wins but yeah i just want to see i want to see gruden get embarrassed
0: on Night Football. If, if this one's just straight up i just don't like john gruden and the raiders and watching hard knocks has been painful i love that show Every year, I look forward to Hard Knocks. Last year, obviously more than ever because the Browns were on it. But I love Hard Knocks. I like seeing the inside shit with the football teams. There is one episode left. It's this Tuesday. Hands down, my favorite episode. It's Cut Day. I love watching guys get cut. I don't know why. I just always love that. So oh,
1: hey, hey, this is John from uh, the team. Can you bring your playbook? in? I love
0: that when they're like, uh, hey, could you head up really quick and grab your grab your tablet? Yeah, <laughs> you know what's like, gonna. Yes, you're out of there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I like, I, I enjoy that. I'm weird. So yeah, that's this week. It's going to be the cut episode. But with that being said, the, the Raiders on there are fucking terrible. They, they have no life to that team. Antonio Brown comes off as an idiot. The rookie. We talked about this before. Jonathan Abrams is a fucking dunce. That guy is just stupid. Derek Carr has no likable qualities. None. And neither is John Gruden. I hate that whole team. Everyone on there sucks. They can go fuck themselves. I'm picking Denver. Yep. Um, yeah, I'm probably just, I'm going to avoid picking them all season, I think. So those are our locks for the week. They are locked in official. Uh, everybody else, uh, again, you're more than welcome to participate. We're looking for the first five people to enter on Facebook in a comment. That's just my notebook shuffling. Don't mind that. But, uh, yeah, we're going to do the survivor pick So, again, the rules are you get one team every week. As long as they advance, you advance, and then you can no longer pick that team again. So play it smart. Don't go with an easy one, in my opinion. Uh, or or you can if you just want to guarantee a win. Like this week, my personal pick would be Baltimore over Miami. That would be my lock of the week. That's your lock? That would. That's my lock. Interesting.
1: I don't know what mine is yet. I'll think about it.
0: I just think Miami's going to be really fucking bad. Yeah. And I also think that eventually Lamar Jackson's going to get hurt. So I think Baltimore will end up in the toilet. Here's hoping and praying because I'm a Browns fan also. They can all go fuck themselves. I hope Dalton. I hope Roethlisberger. I hope Lamar Jackson. I hope they all... Of something, or you know, break their necks, whatever the case may be. I'm not picky, I'll take an injury. A lot of ill will against people in the AFC North, yeah. They can all go fuck themselves <laughs> and eat dicks. The theme tonight, eat dicks. I hope none of us actually eat dicks. Tonight. I mean, we are going to Oktoberfest, so there will be some Wiener schnitzel to be put in our gullets. Uh, so yeah, that's gonna do it for this week's episode for the most part. I do want to end it by saying, uh, there will be no locker room right now because. Uh, truthfully, I just wanted to keep this episode shorter and sweeter than normal. I mean, I guess this is a pretty average runtime, but wanted to go more so NFL heavy. We are recording in the middle of cuts. So that was kind of the exciting part of doing this. Um, but Saturdays are probably not the best day to go live with a video because people have a lot of shit to do. A lot of people spend their weekends, you know, being busy, getting shit done, uh, taking care of business. And I understand that. So we are going to be setting up probably a Twitch feed, which is... If you have any questions, go to Kyle because I don't know shit about Twitch. If I'm being honest, so it's a porn site. Uh, Kyle just Mr. Miyagi to fly out of the air is pretty impressive. Um, but yeah, so we're gonna it's be going. Too, we're right? gonna be going live on Twitch for the future. Maybe also Facebook. I don't really know. I guess we're gonna kind of compare and see how well the videos do on Twitch.
1: We'll trans. We'll transition from Facebook to Twitch. But I mean, seriously,
0: I put. I made a post about it the other day. But seriously, thank you to anybody that checked out that Facebook video. We are about at two and a half thousand views, which Almost, is yeah. You know, as I said in my Facebook post the other day, if you saw it, um, I was blown away. We were texting each other that day like, holy shit, we're going to hit 100. Like, we <laughs> thought that was impressive. I'm like, oh, my God, we're almost at 150. Like, it was – the, the numbers were so small. And then next thing you know, like, a couple days go by, and we're like, oh, shit, dude, we're we're probably going to get 1,000. Yep. Next thing you know, we're at 2,000. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So it's crazy. So things are, things are shaping up here. This this shit's coming together. And uh, sincerity, I want to say thank you to everybody that's participated in that, helped, anything, any way, shape, or form. Absolutely. Consider this podcast as a small business. Your friend just opened up their own store. You want to help them out, spread the word, except the cool thing about this show is it's not a mom-and-pop store. We're not asking you to pay anything. You can do any, everything to help us is free. That is go on iTunes or Podbean or whatever. Excuse me, like the show, leave a comment, give us five stars, tell a friend, if you share a Facebook post, these things are so simple. Treat it like a GoFundMe page where it doesn't cost you anything and doesn't really take up much of your time to share a link or make a post. So if you like the show, please by all means tell your friends if they have similar interests in sports stuff because I don't know your friends. Kyle probably doesn't know your friends tell them about the show that's the only way things happen word of mouth so it means a lot to us if you guys could do that so that is going to be something i will ask regularly and i have no shame in asking because i think it's a very simple thing that people can do yeah i mean i got nothing else to say today except thank you it's yeah
1: it's it's the start of what we i think we both want to do yep and we both talked about where we see it going and i think we're building towards that a couple minor speed bumps along the way um, but we'll get there, and uh, I think it's fun. I think that was eye-opening to watch how yeah. quickly that grew to people watching it. Um, so, yeah, we're it, new things coming. We're always open for ideas, too, but I mean, it's going it's to be fun.
0: And as, as Kyle said, we have had a few minor speed bumps along the way, but everybody in the world knows that the only way to avoid a speed bump is to call up your buddy and hop in his fucking helicopter, and mm. you fly around those speed bumps, you dirty motherfuckers. That's how you get over a speed bump. Chopper Chuck. <laughs> at the fucking helm we got him so, on retainer we <laughs> yeah, got him. On retainer. Yeah. let's just say that chopper chuck segment has gone over beautifully with everybody and chopper chuck is a fan favorite people love him people have been inquiring about chopper chuck meet and greets chopper chuck t-shirts coffee mugs people want to see more chopper chuck they want to hear more chopper chuck uh right now we can't find him though he went he went rogue in that helicopter i don't know where the fuck he's at and uh once we reel him back in we'll have him back on the show for sure fan favorite definitely going to be used again Thank you, Chopper Chuck. But all seriousness, guys, uh, like the show, rate, review, all that bullshit. I say it every week. I shouldn't have to be repeating myself. You should all just be doing it by now at this point. It should be second nature. So make some posts, tell some friends, you know, anything. Word of mouth is the best thing, and it's free. That's it. So it's just like your mother's, cheap and easy. Just do it. Actually, free and easy. So it really is like your mother's. So thank you guys all, honestly, for doing that. And uh, that's going to do it for Talking About Balls. See you guys. Have a great night.